This podcast is brought to you by Ignite Me. Ignite Me is a boutique fitness studio in Solana Beach, California. Aerial yoga, group fitness at its best. Go to www.igniteme.com to sign up for your guest pass. This is the Ignite Me podcast, weekly discussions with leaders in the wellness community. Visit us online at igniteme.com. All right, guys, we are live here at Ignite Me in beautiful Solana Beach. It is uh, nice and sunny once again. We're getting over this little rainstorm that we had, and it was like two days of non-perfectness, and it freaked everyone out. Um, we are really excited to have Eugene Kim from all over the place and lots of different brands. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Eugene through Wildfire, who we've talked about a couple times here on the show. They came to do a, an aerial yoga team class here, I think, and um, I think you were maybe the only guy or one of two guys uh, there. Was one of two, yeah. Um, it's always fun meeting the people that are open-minded enough to come try you know, female-dominant things like aerial yoga and things like that. So, Eugene, welcome to the Ignite Me podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure having you. So uh, I want to just dive into a little bit about your background. We'll get into what you're doing, you know, your brands that you work with. Um, I know we just talked about you're you're from kind of the Northeast, New Hampshire. Um, And from there, kind of before you came to the West, kind of went through Boston. So tell us a little bit about that path, kind of where you grew up and, and all that stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, I was born and raised in New England. I'm a New England boy at heart. Um, Patriots fan? Uh, I am a Patriots oh, fan. Oh, shit. I know, I know, I know. Hey, it's uh, it's it's not bad uh, being on a winning team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> sorry, Chargers fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, none here, none here. So, yeah, born and raised in New Hampshire. Uh, you know, went to school up in, up in Maine and uh, worked for uh, about five, six years in Boston. And then a couple of years ago, an opportunity brought me out to San Diego and... As I say, the rest is history. What kind of work were you doing, and where did you go to school? Sure. Uh, I went to school at a small liberal arts college up in Maine called Bates. Okay. Um, you know, our cla- my class was about 475 people. The school itself was 1,700. Tiny, tiny little community. It was, it was amazing, uh, actually. Um, one of those places where you just know everyone's yep. name, and you know everyone's face, and I love that about it. Good environment for learning. Exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so that's uh, where I went to school in Boston. I actually... Um, uh, you know, funny part of my, my journey is that I was uh, pre-med. Uh, I was actually a biology and a, uh, an art double major. Biology and art? Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, it was just one of those things where I was always interested in art. I took lessons as a kid, and I did a lot of drawing. Um, With visual art then? Visual cool. art, yeah, yeah. So um, mainly, mainly drawing, a lot of charcoal medium, that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, but I also wanted to be a doctor at the time. Um, and, uh, and so, and biology was always something I was interested in as well. And so I just said, you know, screw it. I'll just do both. And, yeah. uh, and that's how I got to, you know, that path. Um, was there a specific type of medicine or type of doctor you wanted to be? You know, not in particular. I think, uh, what really got me into it was, uh, I got into a really bad ski accident when I was, uh, in high school. Um, and it was, uh, it was an experience where, you know, I had a lot of, a lot of trauma. I, um, went in and they said, we need to do surgery or, you know, it's, it's death. Like Damn. we need to get in there. And that was really life changing for me. Um, so having gone through that and then, um, just being inspired by the people around me, all the doctors who were working with me and, uh, just kind of what they were doing. I mean, they're miracle workers. Yeah. We, all, we all know that. Um, and so, uh, I think that's what inspired me to go wow. on the, the pre-med path. Let's talk about that a little bit. So you had basically what some would consider a near death Mm-hmm. Ski accident. Um, yeah. were, were you out in a remote area or just took a nasty sp- spin? 
still? Or? Yeah, I, I raced in high school. Okay, and so it was go. just one of those situations where, you know, we're kind of bombing down a hill. Um, you know, someone fell in front of me and yeah. I went to dodge him, went into the woods. Um, just a lot of internal trauma, broken yeah. wrist, um, that sort of thing. It's, you know, I, I've got a big scar on my stomach. Everyone asks me, oh, were you impaled by a tree? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll throw in there, I'll say, oh, yeah. you got into a knife fight. No big deal. Don't worry about it. But, yeah. uh, you see the other guy, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but... Uh, uh, but yeah, so it was, uh, it was mostly just internal trauma and, uh, and just from uh, in a surgery that I needed. So they just to, had to go in and fix you up from the inside, exactly, right? Oh, exactly. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then you got into Boston. Thank God you didn't, the accent didn't stick, but <laughs> where were you working right, like just right in the city or? Yeah, I was yeah, right cool. in the middle of the city. Um, well, funny thing was, uh, even though I was pre-med, I decided uh, by the end of my college career that I didn't want to be a doctor. There you go. Um, you know, as I started to learn more about it, I was getting into it for all the wrong reasons. Sure. Um, and so... You wanted to actually help people, probably. What's that? You wanted to actually help people, right? <laughs> yeah. You Sorry. know, it's funny. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. No, no, I mean, it was, it was, it was definitely... Uh, that was definitely part of it, but I, I started to realize that I was getting more into it because it was lucrative and, yeah. you know, there was a lot of... Uh, uh, you know, prestige around it. And when I realized all the work I was going through for getting into a field where I would need to go to school for another 10 years for, you know, just for money and, and prestige and all that stuff, I mean, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. Um, so then I got into advertising. And there you for go. anyone who works in advertising, they know that it's, um, you know, it's not as uh, lucrative or um, as glamorous as being a doctor. Um, uh, but, um, but it was something I was really passionate about. Um, and, uh, so were you I, working for like a firm or a private company? You were kind of like with their ad guy. How did yeah, that work? Yeah, I worked on the agency side okay. um, for a big ad agency out of Boston. Um, I worked for a couple big ad agencies out of Boston over the, my five, six year career out so there. So how does that work? You work on teams and you guys just pump out, you know, marketing campaigns for, for stuff. And yeah, I mean, at the core of it, that's, that's how it works. Um, cool. but there are different departments that manage different things. You know, okay. there's a creative department that does all of the actual execution, creative thinking strategy. Um, there is a, you know, more of a strategy department that does more kind of consumer insights okay. um, and lays out the roadmap for uh, you know how the creative team is going to execute and what kind of message they're going to say. Sure. Um, I worked on the account management team, which is much more on the business strategy side, cool. client management, that sort ah, of thing. So you're actually um, working with the clients in a sense. Exactly, cool. exactly. So you're almost um, like a sales guy for the ad agency in a sense. Yeah, a little yeah. bit for sure. Um, yeah, definitely a bit of a uh, sales. You know, there's a lot of business development right. and growth that uh, growth numbers we need to hit and that sort of thing. Upside. Um, but uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, but also working closely with the strategy team to determine uh, you know, who we're targeting, what do, what's the message we're saying, what's the product we're selling, what are our goals, and making sure everyone's aligned against that. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I did for about six years in Boston. And you um, liked it? You enjoyed it? I did, yeah. I did. Um, it, yeah, it was a good time. Advertising is one of those industries that's very casual. Sure. Um, and so for a young, kind of up-and-coming up and professional, um, it was cool to be in that sort of environment. It's where, a good vibe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's small enough where I can go and say hi to the CEO and, um, you know, hang out with VPs. And then we go out and get drinks afterwards, cool. and you know sometimes we'd have drinks at work, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it was a really cool environment. It was versus, a cool culture, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, versus where a lot of my roommates and friends at the time were getting into finance and some of those kind of stuffier corporate yeah. environments. And so the, um, the grind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so it was cool. It was fun uh, while it lasted for and sure. And that op- that line of work is what eventually led you to San Diego? Did you get the gig doing Correct. that? Correct. Cool. Yeah. And so uh, a couple of years ago, um, a recruiter reached out to me and said, "Hey, we have this opportunity at this, you know." 
hot up and coming shop in San Diego. Was it unsolicited? Um, they just hit you up out of the blue? Yeah, of yeah. And that happens a lot, you know, not, sure. uh, not to be boastful, but I got hit up by recruiters a lot. And, and that's just in general, you sure. know, agencies are always looking. Um, the turnover rate in advertising is very high. I'd say, uh, you know, just off the top of my head, I think like two to three years is the average um, kind of uh, life cycle of a, uh, of, someone's uh, job at a, at an agency. So they the turnover is really quick. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so when things are good, agencies are always looking for new hot talent. Um, and so recruiters are always hitting up everyone, you know, uh, half the positions that I got hit up for half of my friends also got hit up for. So right. it's, um, Oh, you so got just, that email too. It's like, yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's funny when you kind of compare notes. Sure. Um, but yeah, so this opportunity came up. Um, it was great. It's everything I wanted. It was, you know, fatter paycheck, uh, fancy title, San Diego. Um, it was in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, in a matter of three weeks, I, uh, had phone interviews. I came out here, I, uh, did the in-person interviews and then I accepted an offer and, uh, and then I, I was making plans to move out here, and that was that was two years ago in, in July. Cool. Are yeah. you able to? You're not still with that. I'm company. not. So I'm able not. to talk so, about that or who they are uh, at all. No, no. no. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a small agency uh, based out of Point Loma. Um, okay. Ultimately, it wasn't a good fit for me. Got it. Um, and it's not that the agency in particular wasn't a good fit. The industry wasn't a good fit. Got it. Um, and uh, that kind of leads to kind of my personal transformation is. Uh, my experiences in advertising um, really uh, dictated the type of person that I was becoming and my attitude and how I treated other people and um, and how I conducted my life. And it was just something I wasn't happy with. Right. Um, when you're in that kind of environment, very high stress, long hours, um, very unhealthy. You know, I was, I was active as a college student. I did crew, um, which is a, you know, rowing is a very Hell yeah. taxing sport. It's, it's tough. You know, you've got double sessions every day. You're up at four 30 in the morning, going out in the river and rowing for an hour or two. Um, That's and just no as, you know, as, yeah. as a sport, it's, it's incredibly competitive and mm-hmm. hard. Um, and, uh, and then coming out of that to going straight into a professional environment where, I'm working long hours. I'm not working out at all. You know, Sitting you lose that balance, sure. uh, and uh, kind of, uh, and and you start, you start taking on other vices, if you will. Absolutely. Um, so I did a lot of drinking. I, I I actually smoked in high school, so I picked up smoking again. Um, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those are the uh, the lifestyle, the stressors. You know, the stress habits. I call. Them. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing about an industry like advertising, and I think this is just corporate America in general, from what I understand uh, from all of my other friends who work in different uh, professional environments. But um, there is a bit of a um, a pride to being able to say. I worked all night or I worked these kinds of hours. Right. Um, you know, it's always a competition of, uh, you know, how long it's been since you've seen your family or it's your, your battle friends. Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, Which is uh, kind of a backwards kind of way it, to look at it. It's so really, backwards, you know? yeah. right? Uh, it, yeah. Um, when, you're, when you're sitting down and people are saying, oh, yeah, I mean, I was, I was here till one. What time were you here till? Well, I, I was here all night, you yeah. know? I didn't even and leave. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's one of those things where um, you, you kind of hang your hat on how many times you've had takeout. And, um, and that's obviously not a particularly healthy way to live. And so um, now you're on the flip side where now you get to brag about, like, all these awesome places you get to go run around and stuff, right? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so like I was saying uh, at uh, this last uh, agency gig I had in here in San Diego, it reinforced a lot of the things I was very unhappy about with the industry. Sure. Um, 
and uh, and and in many ways exacerbated that. And uh, and so I I finally got to a point where I said enough is enough. Um, quit my job. Uh, spent a couple weeks uh, back on the East Coast visiting old friends I hadn't seen you know some in years. Um, and uh, and came back for a fresh new start and uh, and joined Wildfire and. Did you reach out to them, or did they find you? How did that work? Uh, I, yeah, I ended up uh, reaching out to them first. Um, so uh, it was December of 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking around because I knew that I didn't want to uh, you know, stay at the company um, at, at which I was working. Um, and uh, I happened upon an article that talked about Fidden at the time. We're called where, Fidden. Where, where's that article located? Um, I can't remember where it was, but it was... Um, I think it was uh, maybe UT or San Diego Business Journal, one of those kinds of articles. But it was profiling David and fit in, and um, you know what what the company was doing, what the startup was doing here in San Diego, um, and it was perfect at the time because I wanted to go to a smaller company. I wanted to, uh, you know, I personally have aspirations to be uh, more of an entrepreneur um, and uh, and start you know my own thing someday. Uh, and it was in fitness, which I'm very passionate about. Uh, and so I saw that article, and then I happened to see a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Eric Marenberg. He uh, actually is one of the co-founders of High Performance Movement, which they run, you know, Pacific Beach uh, 5K and the San, San Diego Santa Run, all that stuff. Um, anyway, he was wearing a fit-in shirt. So I reached out to him. I said, hey, Eric, what's the deal? Do you know anyone here? And he eventually got me in touch with a couple people, uh, had some conversations. And I said, this is the deal. I'm going to leave my you know, my current situation my soon. Job. It's not good yeah. for me. Um, I'd love to see if there's any opportunity with you guys in the future. And they said, keep in touch. So, um, and let me interrupt real quick. In, please. Yeah. By someone that works there and obviously you mm-hmm. really believes in the brand. What, what is wildfire to you? Sure. Um, so wildfire as a, I'm going to start with wildfire as a product. It is a multi-studio, uh, fitness pass. So what that means is uh, we work with studios like you here at Ignite Me uh, and uh, build a network of studios um, that our members can access, um, but they only pay one membership fee to us. Um, And now the way that works and the reason why that that exists is so that we can um, give people broader access to studio fitness. Um, The reason why we exist is because David, our our founder, um, he went through a personal transformation where uh, his, his doctor told him, dude, you're going to have a heart attack. Your lifestyle is very unhealthy. And, um, and at that point, he had tried everything from diets um, to you know, different fitness DVDs or whatever it may be. Uh, you know, he had a gym membership and all that, and nothing was working. But he discovered the, the beauty of this boutique fitness uh, you know, environment and culture yeah. where, and you know this very well, and every, you know, your listeners do as well, um, there's a community and uh, a passion there that doesn't exist at some of the big box gyms or, um, or elsewhere. And, uh, and he wanted to bring that to, to everyone sure. and let everyone have access to that. Yeah. Um, that's why I love Wildfire so much is because it's, it's really a heart-driven company. Um, I, I can't tell you enough how passionate everyone at that company is behind this mission of, um, you know, we're not there to, to make, we are there to make money, we're a business, but, um, you know, we're there to help our members become healthier and help build this fitness community, um, you know, in every market that we, uh, that we open up in. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, Carlos, you're a human being, uh, you know, all the studio owners are human beings, we're one big community, yeah. and it's so important for us to, to kind of build that, um, that relationship between everyone in the community so that we're ultimately just building health, you know, healthier communities and getting people to live longer, happier lives. 
Um, Absolutely. And, uh, and that's our mission. That's why we exist. Um, and, uh, and so that's why this company is going to do great things is because of that passion that everyone has for wanting to change the world. Yeah, I, I agree. I can't, um, I can't really thank them enough in a sense. You know, I met at the time Fit and Heather from, from Fit and Heather mm-hmm. Meister, I think, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. she, she kind of approached me. You know, I, I was literally probably like 30 days into running my business and just trying to figure out how we're going to do it, how we're going to get new people. And so from, from that mindset and from that perspective, it was like perfect. You know, I, I was basically getting paid to meet new people. Yeah, for and, sure. And um, I, I have met people and still have great relationships and now great friendships with some of those people that without wildfire, I probably wouldn't have ever met. Um, and it would, you know, they, they talk about in our world, the, the customer acquisition cost, you know, that would have been tenfold without, without a, without a, a brand or a, a vision like, like wildfire. So it's been really cool to watch that brand grow and kind of grow with them in a sense. And it'll be interesting to see how they change the, the, the game, because I really feel, you know, that model is a game changer, you know, and it's going, it's going to force the industry to adapt, um, to a model that, that in my opinion is, is more consumer friendly and more, more consumer driven where in the past, you know, you, you brought up the big box kind of corporate environments, you know, that that's so anti-consumer driven and it's so corporate driven in a sense. And I think there's a balance, you know, I think there, there's a good balance. So yeah, so, for yeah sure. I'm stoked to have met to have met that team and, and be a part of kind of that community. Yeah. Let's kind of switch, um, switch tasks a little bit here, switch tracks. Um, how did you get into, you know, basically distance running and, and what you trail running, as you call it? Um, I've, I'm fascinated by, it. you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of the people that I really admire just from an overall lifestyle perspective are really into this type of stuff, trail running and just really pushing the body, but on, on a very, for lack of a better word, primal way. Um, tell us about that. How'd you get into that? And what is that to you? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a really fun and interesting journey. It's, uh, it really starts with where I was when I first moved here. Um, so like I mentioned, you know, I came here for big fancy job. I was living in a nice loft downtown, um, you know, sixth floor in a managed building with nice views of the gas lamp. I mean, it was, amazing um but the guy that knew your name when you walked in every day yeah Yeah. right exactly exactly um you know i got a gym in there i've got garage parking i'm right in the middle of the gas lamp and you know um and all that good stuff but i wasn't happy yeah uh even though i had all these fancy shiny things um and a lot of you looked happy right yeah exactly exactly everyone looks at me i'm the guy you know who's buying everyone drinks at the bar and you know i'm just you know i'm i'm I try to be a positive, happy-go-lucky. I am very extroverted. Um, but, uh, but you know, really all I had was um, I didn't have a lot of friends. I had coworkers, um, and, some, and some coworkers have now become some very um, good lifelong friends for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I had coworkers. I was working long hours. Um, you know, I was, in, I was in an uncomfortable environment where I didn't know San Diego. And, frankly, I hated it for the first six months because I couldn't accept that it wasn't Boston. Right. Um, and, you know, I'd been in New England for so long that uh, it was just, it was just what totally I knew. And sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and so I found that uh, most of my nights were spent hitting the bottle, you know, sitting on my patio and going through a pack of cigarettes. and Putting yourself to bed, basically. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. And, and it got really bad. Um, but really what changed it was I started to um, talk to more people. Uh, you know, through some mutual friends, I, um, you know, met a couple people. And then eventually I got introduced to November Project. Yeah. Funny thing about November Project is I actually knew about November Project when I was in Boston. 
uh, they did a partnership and a campaign with New Balance, and New Balance was one of my clients at the time. So uh, Brogan Graham, uh, one of the co-founders, uh, he was my counterpart at New Balance. He worked there at the time. Awesome. Um, so that's how I met him, and uh, and he's a character. It's, it's it's funny how we got to know each other and how we've you know kind of developed our friendship. But um, so I always knew about November Project. I knew what it was a thing is I the November to. Project? The November Project is uh, it's a cult. Um, yes, basically. I'm glad you admitted uh, <laughs> that. That's what it feels like when I like research and I'm like, these, these people are on some other level. I love it. You know, a year ago we always made a joke. It's not a cult. Like yeah. we'd use the hashtag. It's not a cult, in, yeah. uh, or not a cult on, on our Instagram posts and things like that. And slowly over the over the course of like a year, year and a half, I've noticed like we've started to get into. Well, it's not not a cult. Yeah. Okay, it's a cult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, here, here's it's a health cult, right? It's yeah, like a right. Health runners. Cult. It's the best kind of cult, yeah. right? I mean, there isn't any weird stuff or. Kool-Aid that you have to drink or, <laughs> yeah. or, or any weird hoods or yeah, mass suicides um, or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's what November Project is. It is a grassroots free fitness movement started by two guys in Boston who uh, kind of had this moment of, hey, you know, we used to be, they were collegiate rowers as well, um, you know, D1, very intense uh, athletes. And, um, you know, they felt uh, one November they wanted to get back into shape and get back into a rhythm of consistently working out. So they said, all right, every Wednesday morning we're going to um, rain, snow, or shine. We're going to meet up at Harvard Stadium. We're going to run those stairs. Um, and uh, as they started this this project or this experiment, I guess, if you, can, if you will, um, they invited more and more people, and people started showing up. Um, and, uh, and it grew and grew and fast forward three years later, um, it's now in 26 different cities across the U S and Canada with more and more cities pledging to start their own November project tribe. Um, and it's just phenomenal, the type of community they've built. And it's all based around this concept of free fitness, right? So, you know, it's, it's funny, we're sitting here in a studio talking about free fitness, but, um, the idea that, uh, you don't necessarily need to pay to do a boot camp. You can go out and just meet people and like build a community, have fun and go and work out and um and just uh and you know have a good time um and uh what's really nice about november project and the culture that brogan and boy and the two founders have built is um that uh it's an incredibly accepting and open in, in, open environment um and what i mean by that is there are no egos involved um you know i can't I, I really can't say that there isn't a single person I've met through November Project where I, where I don't feel, you know what, that, that person's a really solid human being. Um, and it's because they've built this environment where, uh, you know, they, they have some funny rules. You're only allowed to hug. You know, there are no handshakes. You go to November Project, you introduce yourself, you give them a big hug. That's awesome. And none of this kind of like ass out, kind of like, yeah. you know, half like sideways hugs. And weird. Full I mean, body hugs. Full body hugs. Your yeah. hips in, you know, yeah. like groin to groin. I yeah. mean, it gets weird. Yeah. Um, you know, here in San Diego, sometimes we do neck hugs, yeah. Um, yeah. Which, which gets even weirder. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I've invited a couple of people out, and the first day that they came out um, was the first time I'd ever done a neck hug, and they made them do neck hugs. And later I talked to them, like, yeah, I don't know if that's for me. <laughs> and uh, it's just, uh, yeah, but it's weird like that, right? But in a way, that's very disarming. And uh, totally. and, um, and so, yeah, I mean, you, you greet each other with hugs. Uh, you know, we do a little bounce and we chant and, uh, you know, we spray paint our shirts with uh, what we call grassroots gear. So there are stencils that say November Project. You, I'm sure you've seen them yeah, around. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, we start every morning with a good morning. Um, the leaders will ask you, are you good? The only appropriate response is fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things where they've built an amazing culture and community around it where I can go to, 
um, San Francisco, I can go to Calgary, I can go to Boston, I can go to Kelowna up in Canada, I can go down to Phoenix, Arizona and, and uh, join their November Project tribe um, and, you know, immediately say, hey, I'm from San Diego. Or even if I'm not from San Diego, just say, hey, you know, I want to check this out and they will embrace me and they Give will say, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so that community that they built around it is really kind of what's powerful about it. Um, and that's Wednesdays, Balboa Park, I yeah, think? Or? Yeah, so here in San Diego, it's yeah. every Monday and Wednesday morning. We start at 6.29 a.m. In Balboa <laughs> Park, we meet uh, at the um, B. Evanson Fountain in, ba- uh, in Balboa Park. Yeah. Uh, so you can park at the Natural History Museum, and then you're going to see everyone wearing yeah. neon and being loud. Uh, Mondays are rotating locations, so if you check it out on Facebook, November Project-SD, uh-huh. um, you know, the locations are always posted prior, and, uh, and just, yeah, we always say, just show up. Just right? show up. And... Uh, and that was my experience. I went to my first one, and I was, man, I was hooked. Um, and so backing up to about 20 minutes ago when I started the story, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, through meeting some people, I, uh, I discovered Novarum Project. Um, I went to my first workout at uh, Kate Sessions Park. Uh, at the time, that was kind of the go-to place. Yeah, um, that's a fun hill. Yeah, it is, it's, it's pretty gnarly. Uh, that was May of 2015, 2014. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I was hooked. Yeah. And it was just one of those things, you know, after the first one, like I really liked the, the workout aspect of it. I got my ass kicked. I had a really good time. Um, and I met a lot of people who were so positive and I'm, I'm, I'm a cynic, you know, I come from the East coast where everyone's just kind of a little uptight and we walk a little too fast and, <laughs> you know, we don't say please and thank you. We're just kind of like always got to be somewhere. Yeah. Um, so having met people that positive, I was like, what's going on here? Well, yeah, these, what are these people on? Yeah. Do these <laughs> people not have jobs? Yeah. Like they're here working out. Like I got a jet right now and everyone's hanging out and hugging each other and, um, <laughs> you know, and everyone's like just super nice. Um, and the more and more I, uh, the more November projects I went to, the more I realized that um, these are just good human beings. Um, at, and I'd never been in an environment where where people were all just genuinely like that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how else to explain it. That's, that's um, perfect. Yeah. It, yeah. And and it was just eye opening how positive these people always were. Um, you know, I was the type of guy, if someone bumps into me, I'll give him a nasty look. I'll be like, yeah. excuse you. Yeah, you know dude, what I mean? Like, um, but these are the type of people who are just like Teflon. You know, bad <laughs> things happen to them. People say things or something happens. Um, and they're just incredibly positive. And, uh, it's hard to be around that and not, and not you know, absorb that. And not, yeah, you know, if, you're, exactly. if you can be around that and, and not absorb that, there's no hope. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so the more I did that, the more... You know, that first November project, I remember going to work, having so much more energy, being so much happier cool. and ready to go and just crush that week. Um, and, uh, and I loved it. And so that training and that community kind of led you into maybe you met some of the people there that, that led you into trail running or, or long yeah, distance running? Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually, uh, as I did more November projects and met more people, um, you know, I started running more with them outside of November project and kind of getting into that. I'd always been running, you know, when I was in Boston, I'd run five uh, miles a day, um, you know, just to kind of like maintain some kind of, you know, non-shit body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
but really, November Project is kind of where I discovered um, an enjoyment and a love for going out and running. And uh, the the turning point for me in terms of trail riding and really getting hooked on that was um, through you know a number of people I got uh, I got to meet. Um, this other group, uh, this trail running group here in San Diego called uh, Mountain Hobo. The Mountain Hobo, that's right. Mountain Hobo, yeah. Where can people look into that? Or is there, they have a Facebook or a website? They do have a Facebook. It's Mountain Hobo. And then their Instagram handle where they do most of their, you know, selfies and and trail running uh, posts are, uh, it's at um, MTN Hobo. MTN Hobo, Um, cool. Yeah. And uh, so the two guys who started that, uh, George and Igor, um, Igor, I don't know why. That's just like a mountain Igor hobo name, he's, yeah. he's not human. I mean, he is just one of the fastest human beings on the planet. Um, but uh, uh, those two guys uh, started it, and they're ultra runners. You know, they run ultra marathons, uh, you know, all over the country, and um, they're both based here in San Diego. And I, you know, uh, you know George Igor, I'm sorry, I'm probably going to botch this, but I think they, they met through races, and then they decided, hey, we want to start this thing. And uh, Mountain Hobos just started as a group of, of guys, like friends who were trail runners and ultra runners, and they got together and they just trained once a week. Um, uh, they got together. They had a set time at 5.55 a.m. every Thursday morning. They called it HQ, 555, HQ, and we yeah. used to run the glider port stairs for an hour. Nice. And that is, man, if you've, if you've no run joke. those glider port stairs, oh. that is brutal. Yeah. Um, Which you, side, the Tory side or the like right there by the glider port? Uh, right there by the, yeah. by the glider so port. right down yeah. the blacks. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, man, you do a few repeats of that, and they do six, seven, eight of those uh, you know, within an hour, and it's just unbelievable workout. Um, but I met those guys, and the first workout I went out to, um, I was hooked because I was starting to get in the, into this rhythm of really punishing my body and yeah. really loving it, uh, <laughs> which is yeah. so messed up. Yeah, um, but it's it, so good, though. Yeah, absolutely. It, feels, it hurts so good. It, it really does. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's something about just kind of sweating and being in pain and that raw emotion that you get from that, you know, at the end of a workout, especially in a group setting. That's why I love November Project. That's why I love Mountain Hobo. That's why I like group fitness. Is it takes that runner's high to another level. It's Absolutely. like the group runner's high. It's for something sure. else, man. For yeah. sure. Yeah, and when you're firing off endorphins in your body yeah. with a group of people, Ugh. like you're, you've got this euphoric sensation. It's, it's just incredibly... Uh, powerful and and uh, that's why all those people go to those EDM festivals in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. You know that's right, that's what right. they're looking for. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, they may have some other chemicals uh, that are that are contributing to that, but but yeah, for sure, it's the same sort of idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so through Mountain Hobo, you know, I uh, I Real got quick, into what trail is an ultra for those of us that aren't educated on that. You know how what's that distance? Yeah, yeah. So it's ultra marathons, um, and that's anything above a marathon distance. And, okay. Um, you know, uh, the most common, uh, you know, lowest denominator of an ultra marathon is a fifty k. So it's about thirty point uh, thirty one miles. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then from there, there are a handful of other ultra distances that are pretty common. So fifty k, hundred k, fifty milers, hundred milers. They're yeah. two hundred milers i mean it's absurd yeah and then you get into things like stage races and adventure running i mean that's where they drop you out in the middle of nowhere and you've got your pack in a couple days it's like all right we'll see you at the finish right um so there's all kinds of cool stuff around that um and it's a really small still small very tight-knit community it's becoming more popular now but um but i just i just love how kind of like kind of small and intimate it is. Um, you know, I've met ultra runners from other cities and other countries um, just through Instagram and being in that community, right. not even having raced. Yeah. Um, you guys wear the same colors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's cool. I mean, the people are just amazing. Um, so, yeah, I got into Mountain Hobo, started doing workouts with them, and then um, I got to a point where I was hitting all these different milestones. You know, I, I broke 10 miles for the first time, and then I was running 18 miles, and then I was running 20 miles, 22 miles, and then I was... 
you know, this past weekend I ran a uh, Ragnar Trail Ultra team um, that's a total of 30 miles. Um, I've got a 50K coming up in uh, on October 24th up in uh, uh, Laguna Beach. At so Cusano these Moro. relationships kind of guided you into basically now you're, you're, you're basically like a distance athlete. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't think I can hang my hat on calling myself an ultra runner yet, but I'm getting there. Um, and it's something that I'm really passionate about hitting and, and aspiring to. Well, for someone that doesn't call themselves an ultra runner, you carry currently two associations with brands that you're promoting, Noon and I'm going to probably botch this, CLA? Yeah, CLA. Yeah, yeah CLA. Um, so tell CLA us about athletics. those relationships. Tell mm-hmm. us about what those brands actually do. Yeah. And um, I know, you know, in that world, I'm sure they really help out. Just having any help in that is, is really helpful. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Noon uh, Hydration is a, uh, it's a, it's a hydration product, right? It's a little effervescent tablet that you put in your water. Um, and uh, it's uh, electrolyte supplements for, for, your, for your water. Um, so it helps you hydrate um, better, more efficiently. And they have a series of, um, you know, suite of products, uh, everything from just kind of everyday hydration to also uh, they have what they call like noon energy, right? And so that has some caffeine in it, some B vitamins, and that's supposed to kind of give you a bit of a leg up in terms of, you know, a little energy if you're competing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're a really rad brand. They're based out of Seattle. Um, and uh, and how did you meet them or how did that relationship come to be? Yeah, I, I learned about them through, uh, through a couple friends of mine at Novarum Project. So, cool. uh, you know, Lauren Padula, who's uh, one of the co-leaders at Novarum Project, She's a she's a big noon user. I think she might have been the first person to introduce me to them, um, and then uh, her boyfriend and also co-leader uh, at uh, November Project, um, Angelo Neroni. He actually works for them, and so uh, and so through those two, I got kind of introduced to the brand. And um, you know, I have a handful of friends who were team ambassadors for them, and it was just one of those things that I really wanted to be a part of. And, yeah. Um, so I, you know, I just asked. I said, Hey, you know, I want to be involved. Like, how do I do this? And so put in an application and, uh, you know, said, this is what I'm about, filled out a profile and, and, uh, yeah. And I got accepted onto what they call team noon. Um, so just repping the brand and just being passionate about what they're, what they're up to and, That's key. and following them around at events and stuff. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. I'm sure getting some cool kick downs and some help along the way for, yeah. for various things. That's yeah, cool. for sure. It helps. Uh, awesome. yeah. And, um, and then the other brand I rep, this is, uh, this is actually very recent. So Cielli is, uh, they're, they're, uh, they build running caps. Um, and uh, I actually got introduced to them through Mountain Hobo because, you know, Mountain Hobo and CLA had been very closely affiliated. And, uh, you know, Mountain Hobo was big on kind of supporting them here in Southern California. Um, and, you know, back in the day, I had had some conversations with uh, Jeremy, one of the co-founders, and said, listen, I love your caps. You know, I'm going to be back on the East Coast at some point. They're based out of Montreal. And, um, you know, I plan to go up there. I said, if I'm up in Montreal, I'd love to meet up with you guys. You know, I'm in marketing. I'd love to sit down and just kind of see what you're up to. Um, and, uh, you know, that was maybe a year ago and, uh, they reached out to me recently and said, Hey, listen, we've got this opportunity. Um, we'd love for you to be involved. Uh, San Diego and SoCal just in general is a, is a market that really kind of fits our lifestyle and what our brand's about. Um, and we love to grow the brand out there and we thought you'd be a great person to, to help us do that. Yeah, so it was really rad that they reached out to so me. So running and, uh, caps, literally just like hats for runners. Yeah, and what's what's cool about it is um, the guys who founded it, they were you know they they're actually skateboarders originally. Cool. Um, but uh, they got into running, and uh, you know one of the founders, Jeremy, the guy who I was talking to, um, Jeremy and Mike are the two founders. But um, Jeremy has experience uh, in technical design for uh, technical wear, at, like snowboarding companies and other other brands up in Canada. And uh, he couldn't find a cap that he really liked to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he said, you know, screw it, I'm going to make my own. 
Um, so they designed a series of caps that are, and you know, you should check it out. CLEathletics.com. It's C-I-E-L-E athletics.com. Okay. Um, really cool caps. Uh, you know, they're, they're comfortable. They fit well. They're really lightweight. Um, they've got, they're made out of cool look fabric with, um, uh, you know, with, uh, um, with, really good sun protection. Sure. They've got this packable brim that, um, you know, if you ever wear caps when you're running or working out, like those plastic brims sometimes, like there are a lot of pressure points that yeah. really hurts your head or like doesn't fit stuff. well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they've got this soft packable brim that like keeps its shape, but you could like, you know, crumple it up and shove it in your pocket if it's hot out or, you know, and you're out on a trail and you don't want to wear your cap anymore. Functional um, running apparel. Yeah, exactly. Um, just, and, and, uh, they've got really cool products and, uh, and so I'd, I'd always worn them when I was out running. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, I'm really excited to, to be repping the brand. So um, part of my role is going to be being present at events, you know, uh, going out and doing demos at run clubs and things like that, as well as um, direct sales. So people can buy product directly from me, and that's going to happen pretty soon. So, that is cool. Yeah, it's a cool opportunity. I'm really excited to be repping those two brands, cool. uh, you know, in, in addition to all the other passion projects and you yeah. know, cool stuff that I'm doing. So, so now moving forward and kind of, you know, where do you see your, your life going? And you talked about eventually – kind of wanting to do your own things, your own personal aspirations. What, what's your vision? You know, what, where do you see yourself in five, ten years? What, what are you trying to build? Oof, man. Which is a pretty um, loaded question. I, 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 it, I it is loaded. I, and I, frankly, I haven't thought about that in a, in a long time. Um, Can I ask how old you are? I am 29. Okay, cool. Still very young. Yeah. Uh, um, Shit, for 29, man, you've come a long way. <laughs> I, I'm flattered. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been very fortunate in my life. Um, and, uh, and I, I fully acknowledge that. And so at, at my age to be able to pursue the opportunity and do what I'm doing, I'm, I'm really excited and, and I realize how blessed I am. And, uh, and you know, I, don't, I certainly don't take it for granted. Cool. Um, five to 10 years, you know, I probably want to be retired. <laughs> um, no, doing what? I mean, yeah, jokes aside, uh, you know, I, I definitely want to see through, uh, everything that's going on at wildfire. I think there's a ton of potential there. And what I is your role there? there. My role there is uh, I'm a marketing manager, and okay. so I help um, lead a lot of the marketing initiatives, initiatives there with um, you know very talented team of, uh, of human beings. All the Facebook ads and all that stuff we see, you, you, you help out with all that. Yeah, for sure. I do a lot of that as well as, you know, I, I, I have a hand in helping out just overall marketing strategy, you know, who we're talking to, what channels we need to be in, um, running events, and also, you know, studio marketing, right? So when studios come to us and say, hey, we want help kind of promoting our, our studios, you know, building kind of a framework for um, how we can help. Uh, get more members through their doors and uh, how we can get you guys in front of um, our members as well. Um, so that's my role at Wildfire. So I'm continuing to do that. I definitely want to see it through and, um, and I enjoy you know, every minute I'm there. Um, and uh, so that's in the immediate term professionally. Um, you know, I love repping these brands and working with these brands. Um, I, I definitely want to kind of uh, progress my, uh, my running career. Um, I'm I'm really starting to now working at Wildfire and getting more involved with studios. Um, I'm really enjoying the studio fitness aspect and, and going to more studios as well. Um, so yoga has always been a part of my practice, but there are a lot of other things that I've started getting back into. You know, I've done spin classes in the past, but getting back into spinning, um, you know, doing yoga, uh, definitely need to um, do more boot camp type stuff. I recently went to Fitwall, which is amazing. Fine, that place totally is great. Yeah. Um, you know, I did aerial yoga here, which was phenomenal. Um, and, uh, and so I want to get into that a little more. Um, and, uh, in addition to that, really, um, I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm not, not sweating it. <laughs> I'm not, 
I'm not focusing on how much money I'm going to have by a certain age or, you know, what my title is going to be by, uh, you know, a certain point in my career. Uh, I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. Um, and, and what do you uh, think has allowed you to do that? It really, it, it, it comes down to the community that I've, uh, been able to build around me and the people I've surrounded myself with. Um, the more positive people I've met in my life and the more positive people I've started hanging out with and, um, and kind of bringing into, uh, into my life, the more it's, it's made me a very optimistic, positive human being. Um, you know, not to be boastful, but I, f- I find myself, um, I find more opportunities coming my way because of it. Um, more people gravitating towards me just because I'm more pleasant to be around. Um, I find myself wanting to genuinely and enjoying kind of giving without expecting return, but it always does come back because, um, you know, I, I firmly believe that the more positive outlook and the more, uh, you spend your time not worrying about, um, you know, the kickback and, and how you're going to benefit from something, the, um, you know, the, the more the world and the community kind of presents you with these opportunities. Um, and so, uh, so I firmly believe in that, you know, it's, and it's very cliche, but it's cliche for a reason, you know, it's true and it, and it's, it's common. Um, and so, yeah, to that end, five, 10 years out, I don't know where I'll be. I'm passionate about a lot of things and, um, I've really enjoyed kind of following, you know, I see a path and I follow it to, to, to where it goes. And, you know, when I see the end of it, I'll know and I'll back out and I'll try something new. Yeah. So I think it's safe to say you'll be enjoying life, uh, and living passionately for the time being. Yes, yeah. I, I certainly will be. Cool, yeah. man. Um, well that, that's really awesome, man. And I, um, I'll say you're doing a great job because it, it, it shows that you enjoy life. It shows that you live with passion. Um, you know, I get to meet a lot of people and um, I enjoy when I meet people that are obviously out just living every day with passion and love and, and doing things that really fire them up every morning and surrounding themselves with people that really fire them up. You know, at, at the end of the day, that's what we do here at Ignite. And that's kind of our, you know, higher vision, higher mission is to be a part of and create those types of communities and those types of environments. So definitely, you know, kudos to you and all the, all the awesome things you're doing and the passions you have. Definitely keep it up. Um, we have um, some, a couple questions that I, that I like to finish with. Um, um, you know, it's obvious you're, you're a pretty healthy guy. You know, most people are going to look at you and say, oh, yeah, he's still young, 29, whatever. Um, but I meet, and I know, as I'm sure we all do, plenty of 25, 26, 27-year-olds that are, that are just headed down a really unhealthy um, you know, pretty detrimental path, you know, and also in my world, I get to meet a lot of, you know, late thirties, early forties people that, that are kind of on the end of that path and, you know, are, are spending a lot of time, money, energy, frustration, kind of reversing a lot of damage that they did in their twenties and thirties. Um, so, you know, what has been, what would you say your advice is for people that, that are kind of going through, you know, that, that feeling of waking up in, in their current reality and, and realizing, you know what, I'm not really that happy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm totally, you know, medicating myself every night and I'm totally, you know, and, and, you know, however you want to mask it, whatever you want to call that, a lot of people are just, you know, medicating some form of depression, you know, because they're not stoked and they don't, they don't, they don't think they have what it takes to, to make that jump, that leap of faith, you know, that, that people like yourself have made. So what kind of advice um, would you give those people that are listening? Um, man, that's heavy. <laughs> uh, breathe. Breathe. Just 
just really stop and look at what you're doing and um, take a deep breath. Uh, I think that's the most important first step because people in those kinds of situations and myself personally haven't gone through something similar. Um, I think there is a, uh, there's a moment of panic and urgency to quickly go to the extreme. And in that sense, I think finding balance is the most important thing. Um, so, you know, my, my vices were, I was, you know, having a few drinks every single night and being up until two and, um, going into work, you know, hungover once or twice a week and, um, you know, not feeling healthy. Uh, I think for me to have completely dropped everything and then gone out and ran 10 miles would have been a little extreme. Um, but I'm finding that striking that balance of, you know, still enjoying myself every once in a while. Um, but then also, uh, making sure I'm diligent about going out and sweating and, uh, pursuing those passions has helped me. Um, you know, I think often, uh, people who go through transformations will, um, go to the opposite extreme. Um, and that's not healthy either. Um, you know, so I joke around about things like my training where, you know, there's, you know, I joke about ultra runners like in uh, trail runners going out and always stopping and taking selfies because I mean you're out in nature and enjoying it. But but there's something to that, right? I mean, I I even on training runs and long runs, I'll I'll stop if there's a view and I'll I'll take a breath and I'll look out and take a photo and enjoy it because um, that moment where you stop enjoying what you're doing, you know, it's that's that's the end. So for anyone who's going through that kind of personal uh, realization, that's sort of self realization wants to make that change, um, breathe, take your time. Um, you know, you have so much life to live. People say life is short. It's not. You've got so much time. Um, and so just really sit down and think about what your next step is. Um, and, uh, and, and, Find out those things that you really enjoy in life and what you're passionate about, but also be logical about the way you approach it. So, you know, when I quit my job, I, I made sure that I did it with some runway because, you know, it's it's awesome to be able to say, oh, yeah, I just up and left my job and now I'm doing this other cool thing and money's going to come to me. But, no, I, I had to think about the fact that after two months, if I didn't find any work, I was going to be down to my last penny and then I'm out on the street. You know, I mean, those are things that you actually need to consider and, and be mindful of. And so, um, so, like I said, balance and making sure that you're, you're very logical in the way you're approaching things. But also, um, it does take a bit of risk, right? You do need to take that leap, and, and that's hard for a lot of people. So breathe, find balance, take your time, and, and yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's the best way to approach it. And hug people. Hug people. Man, yeah. hugging is so awesome, and yeah. it's, it's so important. I cool. mean, yeah. That's it, man. Well, listen, man, I'm really, really <laughs> thankful that you took the time out of your schedule. I know you're a busy guy. We've been trying to track you down for a few weeks now. Yeah, no, uh, you were in I'm, Salt Lake City all over the place. You're going to Calgary. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to be up in Calgary this weekend, so awesome. I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Um, so follow Eugene. Uh, I don't know if you want to drop your Instagram ha- if you have a hashtag of yourself or anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have a hashtag. I'm not that cool yet. Not but, yet. Uh, <laughs> my Instagram handle is at um, hi, I'm huge. So hi, underscore, I am, underscore, E-U-G-E. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. I'm all over Facebook. Yep. I'm, you know, I'm all over social media. People can find me if they want. I'm, you know, I don't have too find much exciting stuff always, going on. He's but. always posting really fun pictures and, you know, I'll say your life, at least from Facebook, looks like a lot of fun. So <laughs> it is fun. Yeah, I, it know, seems like for it. Sure, yeah. So cool, man. We're stoked to have you. Hopefully you can come check out a class. I'm going to do my best to join you at one of these November projects really totally. soon. Totally. I, I Monday check, and Wednesday morning. Yeah. Yeah. I want to check. I want to, I want to experience that because, um, mm-hmm. I've heard. 
several people that I really respect and just care about uh, are part of that. I don't know if you know Haley, Haley Lichter. Um, oh, yeah, you guys yeah, are friends sure. on, 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 I know we, that's a mutual friend of ours on Facebook. Yeah, but yeah. I met her working at 24 and she's a, she's a, a very passionate, um, avid fitness person. Yeah, cool for girl. sure. Yeah, no, no, um, that's so, awesome. You know, it's just, a, it seems like a cool community that I want to learn about. So thanks for coming, man. We'll see you again soon. Yeah. And, um, yeah, keep, keep doing what you do. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm seriously just honored and flattered to even have been considered to be oh, here man. to talk to you guys. So thank you so much this is the ignite me podcast weekly discussions with leaders in the wellness community visit us online at igniteme.com what's up guys this is andrew from ignite me i want to tell you about my friends grace by grit a premium athletic apparel brand made for women by women check out their store on the 101 in solana beach or as an exclusive podcast listener, visit their website at gracebygrit.com and use the code XOIGNITEME to receive 25% off. That's right, 25% off of their entire collection. www.gracebygrit.com.